The traveler and Tiffany sat on a beach in comfortable chairs. The waves crashed onto the shore, and the horizon was illuminated by three suns, one orange, one yellow, and one red. The date is April 23, 8830. Our adventurers hadn't done anything big in a while, but that was about to change. This has been a good vacation. Agreed, but I feel like I'm neglecting my duties. What do you mean, duties? You know how I created the chrono ship? Yeah. Well, it wasn't exactly on purpose. What do you mean? I thought you were part of a secret time travel project. I was, but they defunded it. In my arrogance, I thought I could just keep going in my run-down, Doc Brown-esque laboratory. I... I built the portal frame and tried to open it, but it blew up in my face. Literally. It ripped apart reality, leaving it open to multiversal incursions, and knocked my lab out of this dimension. Don't you mean out of this universe? No, I mean dimension. You see, just as there are infinite universes, there are also infinite dimensions. We live in the third, meaning we can move forwards, backwards, side to side, and up and down. Those who live in the fourth can also move freely in time. My lab got blown into the fourth dimension and acts as a sort of uh, three-and-a-half dimension. But back on topic, the Karnaship explosion caused ripples and cracks in the timeline. During those hundred years I told you about, I... I've been meaning to ask you about that. How did you stay young during that time? Do people in the 31st century just age gracefully? Nope, just me. And only when I'm in the chrono ship. Actually, I'm pretty sure you don't age while you're in there, too. It's like Neverland. But as I was saying, during those hundred years, I explored a little but mostly stayed in my lab, so I didn't notice the extent of the damage. But after the rift into the Sasquatch universe and the first contact incident, I've realized I'm solely responsible for what happened. used to blame the Intergalactic Alliance for defunding my project, but the truth is that it's all me. And that's why I feel I have a duty to protect this reality. Wow, heavy. Just remember, even if you are responsible, you don't have to fix things alone. I'm happy to help. And we're having fun along the way, right? I guess you're right. And we are having fun. I mean, it looks like we have this whole beach to ourselves. The traveler gestured around the deserted beach. Not just a lack of people, but a lack of footprints or anything denoting civilization. Yeah, why do you think that is? This is a perfectly nice vacation spot. Why is no one else here? I bet it has something to do with that. The traveler pointed at a large, roped-off area with the words, Mining Site, Keep Out, written in big, red lettering. What are they mining? I don't know. Want to check it out? Sure. They walked over to the dark gray construct that stuck out like a sore thumb on an otherwise sunny alien beach. Someone exited the door and confronted our heroes. He was either a tall man wearing a head-to-toe metal suit or a robot. Can I help you? Yes, we just wanted to see your operation. Do you have a search warrant? Oh, no, oh, no, we're not police. We're... Tourists. We're here on vacation and we were just curious. The traveler took out his Omni-Scanner and scanned the facility. I cannot allow trespassers. All right, then. We'll be going. Wait just a moment. The Omni-Scanner says there's no ore of any kind down there. Just sand for several miles deep. You will leave now. Sorry about that. Traveler, let's go. But I'd like to know what's going on here. You have been warned. The guard's arm transformed into a laser cannon, and he pointed it at the traveler and Tiffany. Ah, well, that's not good. Xander Brain Cinemas presents, in association with Screaming Beagle Productions, The Traveler, an audio adventure series. Starring Xander Jedgetts as The Traveler, Brynna Jedgetts as Tiffany Stewart, and Dave Jedgetts as The Narrator. 
Today's episode, Eterna. Please don't shoot us. Excuse me. Under Article 12, Section 9 of the newest iteration of the Intergalactic Charter, any citizens or residents of a gold-class planet may not brandish guns, swords, clubs, blasters, laser guns, or directed energy weapons of any kind in off-worlders. Amendment 13, added 7602, states that incapacitation methods are allowed. Oh, f- Our heroes were stunned by the beam and all went black. God only knows how long after they awoke on the floor of a cold gray room with a high-tech door and no windows. Oh, I feel like I got hit in the head with a coconut. I feel like I was hit by a whole palm tree. Traveler, where are we? The traveler looked around, instantly determining where they were. It seems like a prison cell in... He licked his finger and put it up in the air. Outer space. Did that guard bring us here? I guess so. The traveler sprang to his feet, as did Tiffany. He felt around in his pockets for a bit and widened his eyes. He took my Omniscanner. But doesn't that open the door to everywhere? It does. We need to get out of here. But how? The traveler thought for a minute and finally said, According to Article 12, Section 9 of the Intergalactic Alliance Charter, any citizens of a gold-class planet may not brandish guns, swords, clubs, blasters, laser guns, or directed energy weapons of any kind at off-worlders. Guard found a loophole, and then he could knock us out. Any reasonable person would assume that one could then transport the off-worlders, well, off-world, to kill him. But I thought he couldn't kill us. Not on the planet, but outer space is similar to international waters in your day. Whatever the guard was doing was clearly illegal, otherwise he wouldn't have wanted to eliminate us. Where are you going with this? Why didn't he kill us when he got to space with our unconscious bodies and instead brought us here? Maybe he needed us for something. Exactly. The traveler jogged to the door of the cell and knocked on it. Hello out there! You obviously have need of us! The door slid open and an android stood there. The Traveler and Tiffany followed the android. Does that robot seem oddly gloomy to you? Android. What? If he has emotions, then he's an android, not a robot. And yes, he does seem cheerless. And I really can't say I blame him. I'm not feeling all that chipper. What are you... Actually, I'm starting to feel sad myself. I don't think some kind of... psychic field. But why? I don't know, and I'm too depressed to wonder. The android directed them to a room marked The Great Builder. They entered and found a woman lying hooked up to various machines. She was skeletal with rotting brownish-green skin, no lips, and vacant eye holes with a green glow coming from them. She was mostly naked except for a maroon loincloth. You'd be forgiven if you expected Tiffany to be frightened at the sight of the corpse-like creature, but she was instead saddened. Whether this had to do with the grotesque visage or the psychic field was unclear. Suddenly, the Traveler and Tiffany heard a voice in their heads. Why have you brought these prisoners to me, Android? Scans and tests results show that the man is in fact... Silence, you dumbhead! I'm sorry, madam. <laughs> the Android burst into tears, or at least he would have if he had real eyes. The Traveler could tell Madame Eternal was looking him over, despite her not really having eyes. Your scan failed, moron! The android ran off. Okay, why did you bring us here, and why is everyone so sad? I have lived for millions of years. Do you wish to know the secret to my longevity? Does it... does it have to do with answering the traveler's questions? 
Yes. You see, I have found that psychic resonance is a powerful fuel source. Over the years, I have learned the ability to absorb all forms of joy and happiness to sustain my existence. But you're rotting. Don't insult a kidnapper. Sorry. Over time, it has taken more and more energy just to preserve my life. The crumbling body is an unfortunate side effect. So, you're taking our joy to keep yourself alive? Yes. Is that why you took us? To drain us like a vampire? Oh no, I have plenty of food, so to speak. My minions merely made an error in bringing you here. Allow me to make it up to you. Would you like a tour of my facility? Do we have a choice? <laughs> the Traveler and Tiffany conferred and came to a conclusion. Okay, but stop making us depressed. Deal. The Traveler, Tiffany, and Madame Materna made their way through the halls, seeing everything there was to see. She escorted them around in a high-tech hover chair. This is the largest factory in the galaxy. What exactly do you produce here? The future. Okay, but what does that mean? I manufacture advanced technology such as starships, medical scanners, food synthesizers. Weapons? The traveler had a concerned expression on his face. You know, my dear, you can't talk behind the back of a telepath. Sorry. And Mr. Traveler, was it? Yes. I assure you, we do not make lethal objects of any kind in this facility. What about the guns the guards used to get us here? Like I said, nothing lethal is utilized here. But what's with the sand harvesting? We needed raw silicone for the metallic shells. Oh, that makes sense. But why the secrecy? Being the greatest robotics manufacturer in the quadrant has its downsides. There are many who would take pleasure in knocking me down a peg. Industrial espionage and such like that. Oh, well, we're not here to do that. Yes, I know. Telepath, remember? Traveler? Or should I say, hey, no need to do that. We believe you. Of course. Come along. She floated away on her chair, and our heroes followed close behind. What is your real name? The Traveler. That's all you need to know. After all we've been through, through Bellins, Bigfoot, Arceans, those brain parasites, and you still don't trust me? It's not that. It's just... I... I... I don't feel it's important for anyone to know. The Traveler, Tiffany, and Eterna continued on their tour for quite some time until the Traveler spoke up. Hey, do you think I could have my Omni-Scanner back? Of course you can. We have nothing to hide. She must have psychically signaled for help because an android approached the Traveler and handed him the Omni-Scanner. Oh, thank you. The Traveler kept walking while attempting to scan the area, but it didn't work. Find anything? Unbelievable. What? iOS update? The scanning function has been taken offline. Tiffany looked at Manami Turner with an annoyed face. I wonder how. No need to worry. I think I can fix it. But that definitely proves she's up to something. You know what to do. The Traveler discreetly repaired the Omni-Scanner while Tiffany distracted Eterna so she wouldn't read his mind. So, when were you born? Oh, it's been a long time. I believe it was August 1st, 955 BC. 
Wow, that's a long time. When did you figure out you could do the whole absorbing joy thing? Nothing can terminate me. I am too powerful and intelligent. It's only a matter of time until I discovered this ability. Okay. Tiffany moved back towards the traveler who had just finished fixing the Omni Scanner. You done? Just about. What did you find out about Adam May Eterna A? She's completely self-obsessed. Says everything in a grand way. Well, let's see what we can learn from the scan. The Traveler and Tiffany snuck away from Madame Eterna into a hallway, but before the Traveler could run the scan, Tiffany interrupted him. Traveler, why is there a surgery room in a robotics factory? The Traveler looked over to see Tiffany pointing at a sign on the wall, reading, Surgery Theater. Hey, you're right. I... I don't know. The Traveler ran his scan, but it said it would take a minute or two to complete. (sighs) You'd think 31st century technology wouldn't buffer so much. During that time, Madame Eterna approached in her chair. And what do you think you're doing? Oh, we got lost. Remember, you can't lie to her. This factory has contracts all over the Intergalactic Alliance and beyond. I don't have time to babysit you people. We're sorry. The scan finished and the Traveler looked down at the results. It's showing traces of gamma radiation all around the factory. In 8830, Gamma was used to make direct and energy weapons. Preposterous! You have a horrible habit of mistrusting people, Mr. Traveler. Explain this, then. Give me a reason to trust you. I have survived for millions of years by not asking questions. Whoever can pay, I will work for. It's not up to me what happens with what I make. But you've got to have personal responsibility. Look, madam, if that's your real name... Really? The if-that's-your-real-name thing? There's a time and place for weapons, but you have to be sure you're making them for the right people. My god, think of he got a hold of them. Who's he? I've heard rumors, stories, legends, really, of a being of pure evil. A monster whose name everyone is afraid to say. They're even frightened of saying the name they made up for him. They say he created an army. One that could only hate. An army? Oh, I... Wait a minute. The Traveler had a faraway look as he put two and two together. Memories rang in his head. This factory has contracts all over the Intergalactic Alliance and beyond. They say he created an army. One that could only hate. Why is there a surgery room in a robotics factory? Whoever can pay, I will work for. The Traveler dashed away, Tiffany closing close behind. Traveler, where are you going? The Traveler broke down a door labeled Control Center and ran in. He hacked into the security camera records. Computer, show me footage from the surgery room. Those files are restricted. Overwrite. The computer brought up footage of a surgery theater. Imagery of humanoid creatures strapped down with device removing their brains, zapped them with some kind of purple beam and placing them in mechanical shells with large hexagonal dots all over them. No. Tiffany sprinted in the room and froze when she saw what the Traveler was seeing. It can't be. Eterna's making... Rubellans. The Traveler and Tiffany heard a voice in their heads. So the Terrazel's out of the holding capsule, is it? What? Cat's out of the bag. I suppose there's no point in hiding it now. The Traveler heard the sound of the Rubellans getting closer. Tiffany, run! Our heroes ran as fast as they could as Rubellans were gaining on them, but they were cornered as more of the steel monsters appeared in front of them. They were surrounded by Rubellans as well as Madame Eterna in her hover chair.
What do we do? To be continued.